the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good evening and welcome to tonight's Andrea K Show. Oh my gosh, I'm super excited to be back with you guys. It's Monday evening. Oh my. Oh my, yeah it is. I took a disease-free evening Friday. We talked about everything but the coronavirus. And yeah. No, you can't hit me with a buzzer tonight because now we're, we're, we're able to still talk about it. Um, we've actually got some good news going on with this, as well as some updates to tell you guys about here in San Diego. And when I share with you guys, if you're just tuning in, by the way, I'm Andrea K. Dynamite in a dress, busting through the hype, the hyperbole, and the hypocrisy every night of the week here uh, at The Answer San Diego. We're streaming live right now on Facebook at The Answer San Diego page on Facebook, as well as our secret cool group on Facebook called The Caniacs us conservatives and also follow me on twitter at andrew k show i'm on instagram they have instagram tv but you know we i I, I, we're doing enough i tell you you know i'm not i'm not a huge fan of the social media anyway it can just suck you into just doing nothing all day and except for my dog videos i love those on instagram never going to give those up but anyway glad to have you guys here with me tonight as i just announced that there was good news there i had to hesitate for a moment and i thought you know what why would I hesitate? Why is it, why am I hesitating to share good news? Because you're not allowed. It, it's almost as though nobody wants to hear any good news here. It, it's as though there's too many Americans, even some conservatives, that if you try to share good news surrounding the coronavirus, they're, they're, how dare you? This is, there's nothing, nothing good here. We're all going to die kind of mentality has really taken root in people's minds. There's actual positive news to share here. And the, and the fact that I have a hesitation, in stating that for fear that somebody's going to call me some kook or that I don't care about you know people dying or whatever just really goes to show where we're at in this country it and it made me wonder <clears throat> i've talked before about the the psychological mindset that happens when people get fearful you know that there's no such thing as flight or or, or fly you you really get paralyzed and once it takes root in your brain um, you can actually become addicted to Fear. Have you ever known the expression melodrama mama? Have you ever known any? Let me introduce my man before I ask him this really hard hitting, important sociological and psychological question. It's the man, the myth, the go to guy for anything psychological or sociological. It's DJ Carrot Sticks. Save the drama for your mama. (laughs) (laughs) Is that where that saying came from? Yeah. There are some people that are just addicted to drama. These are the people you dread when you see them coming up on your caller ID. Well, it's why those shows like Sign or uh, Jerry Springer and all those trash TV. Yes. that's why people watch those because that kind of stuff. The drama like element, the drama. Pe- yeah, people want to see it, you know. And it's like, and it's and it's why when I first started watching The Housewives, I was into it. Now I can't stand watching it because it's just misery being, you know, and slapping and you know hitting at each other and being nasty. It's just like that's not interesting. But bring it back to old school when it was all about everybody riding around looking fabulous in a rolls. That I like to see. When they first started it was like the updated version of lifestyles of the rich and famous. People living their best life. It was aspirational. Now it's nothing but a bunch of slapping and kicking on each other and it's like a bad dynasty. 
episode every week. But you, there's something about we have become a society. I think some of it is just human nature. Another part of it is is, is our society that uh, uh, there's something about um, just being addicted to drama that that's taken root. And it's and a lot of it has to do with social media. It has to do with our TV and what happened with our TV decades ago started going along those lines. Now it's social media. We've got all these celebrities that are famous for doing nothing but slapping somebody or yanking their hair. And, you know, when it comes to something like this, we must have hope. We must have the ability to look at the bright side. And on top of it, even more than that, I think what we really must do in a situation like this is we actually need to take the emotions out of it. And we need to just be looking at the data and not be thinking about how it, you know, um, if the data um, somehow affects them socially, how it bothers them emotionally uh, is part of the thing, too. Um, uh, because maybe they've got an elderly parent somewhere and they're, they're worried about that person. And so maybe for that reason, they're more fearful than they would be in the situation. Or maybe there's somebody who's younger and they've got an underlying immune situation and they're concerned for themselves. And so it gets so magnified that they're, they're just unable to see anything positive. But we must look at just the data and make decisions and hope that our government is making decisions on the data, that they're taking the emotions out no fear, no feeling sorry for themselves about or thinking or worrying about how it might affect them personally. And think about, and think about, uh, I kind of hate to say it, I feel like I'm contradicting myself in a moment, but you know, we've, we've gone down this path under the guise of collectivism that to, in order to protect somebody's granny in Idaho, everybody in San Diego has to lose their job and be and financially suffer to protect everybody because somebody might get on a plane here and go to Idaho. And yeah, that's really ultimately what it means. But I'm but and so it may sound hypocritical, contradictory for me to say on behalf of collectivism, we can't destroy the entire you've got to think if you're in Idaho and you've got a granny there as much about the fact that we've got people suffering here in San Diego financially. You know, it, it, you can't have one sided. Does that make sense? DJ Carrot Sticks. Did I explain that correctly? I see your opinion. What I'm, yeah, what I'm trying to say is if, if the idea of having shutdowns in order to protect everybody and, all, and government grabs and government coming in and shutting down people's business is to collectively protect everybody, well, what about the collective protections of, of the rest of people's lives? There's a great op-ed. It's, I'm, gonna, it's what, what they're trying to save now. It's going to end up hurting a lot more people later is what you're saying. Well, not only that, but even right now, I mean, you, you, you can't just say you're not being, you're not being a collectivist. If the only thing you're cared, you're caring about is that we all collectively get together to take care of you, but you don't care how it affects somebody else right now today. We had somebody on top of the Coronado bridge today. Did you know that carrot sticks threatening to jump, threatening to jump? We have a spike in the, and I have no idea. I don't know who the individual was. I don't know if it was related to anything going on right now with financial desperation and beyond that's happening. But we do know that there is a spike in suicides and suicide calls to suicide hotlines in this country. We know that there is a spike in domestic violence. Locally, we had Summer Stefan, our DA, that's doing public service announcements today because there's a rise in domestic violence. We had a man shoot his wife, kill his wife in front of their children, locked down together in Chula Vista over the weekend. The, the, the impact on people, the desperation, and Trump said this, we can't have the cure be worse than the disease. And we are already there. Trump did extend over the weekend through uh, the guidelines through the end of April. Bear in mind that his guidelines are just that. They are guidelines. They are not intended to be law that you're not allowed to leave your home or you're not allowed to go somewhere. In individual states, they have made these shutdowns law. And we will need 
We will need these individual governors at some point to have the pressure put on them to make their decisions about these shutdowns on the basis of data, not on the basis of emotion, not on the basis of their politics. Like in California right now, in San Diego, we have shutdowns. We have people losing their lives financially. This op-ed I'm going to go talk about in a little bit. He says the moral dilemma right now is not lives versus money. It's lives versus lives because we are doing real damage to our fellow Americans right now. Children's educations are being damaged. Businesses are being destroyed. We've got a rise in suicide. We've got a rise in domestic violence. We don't even know the ultimate impact of that just from the shutdown so far. Here's, here's an example of the absurdity going on in California. In San Diego today. We have become, while, while businesses and Americans are shut down in our homes and our businesses have been shut down by a government in a completely unconstitutional fashion, we've got the Port of San Diego welcoming in every cruise ship around the world that hasn't ha- had a place to dock. Every cruise ship. There was one that disembarked today that had 2,500 passengers. Only 17 were from San Diego. And we were told that they were going to go home and self-quarantine. How are they going to get there? They're going to get in Uber cars today. They're going to get in taxis today. They're going to be going around to some, picking up some snacks at the very grocery stores I've been at. This one today came in through Chile. These people got on this cruise ship in Chile. Did they get there from China? How many people getting off that cruise ship today were from China? So they're being brought into San Diego. They're like the fifth cruise ship. So while the, the mayor of San Diego, while the government, governor of San Diego, a governor of California are shutting us in, grabbing our businesses and shutting us down, they are bringing in, we're not allowed to roam around San Diego, but these people from all around the world are being brought in here to San Diego and brought around. Meanwhile, here's the good news, San Diegans. I'm going to get into a little bit of Trump later, but I want to speak to my San Diego friends today because um, I'm going to transition a little bit and get into New York. Um, in San Diego, we have now, first of all, when I quote these numbers, one of the things that I said about getting data, we don't have any data of anybody as we had states uh, all across the country surge in flu cases in January. We have no idea whether or not those ca- surge cases of, of assu- uh, uh, assumed to be flu in January and February were actually coronavirus patients. But just for the sake of, sake of um, using the data they're putting forth today, as of today in San Diego, we have 603 cases. Today we had the seventh death. Although this death, like one another death, was actually didn't actually occur in San Diego. It was a 25-year-old pharmacist tech who uh, sheltered, not sheltered in place, but he went into self-quarantine and, in La Quinta. I don't know if he was actually tested positive. If he was, he never contacted anybody with any, any um, concerns of respiratory failure. He was found in his hospital room. We don't know if there were any underlying conditions. Uh, another uh, older gentleman in his 70s was uh, died in Santa Clara. I, I don't consider that a San Diego death as well. Just to me, if you, you know, we could have, you know, if somebody dies of coronavirus here in San Diego and their address, they live at home in New York, is that, does it count against New York numbers? No. I mean, that, that to me would be a San Diego death. So the good news here is in San Diego, months into this problem, and obviously we didn't stop the flights from China into this country till the end of January. The end of January. We didn't start testing really until at least into February. We've done, as of today, Trump said we've tested a million people. Uh, we're doing something like um, 100,000 tests, over 100,000 tests a day. 
what we're not really getting is negatives from that. We know we know when we're testing how many positive. I guess you could do the math, um, but the, the testing, it, it, this this high level of testing didn't start until a couple of weeks ago. So I think we have to assume that we had coronavirus around in our communities from early January when it broke in China because we had people coming here because it broke in China in January and we had people coming here from Wuhan in January. So um, to me, 600 cases out of 40 million people in California, no, at San Diego, we have how, what, how many millions of people do we have here in San Diego? Six million, seven million people in San Diego County. We have 603 cases, and we've had seven deaths in the months that this has been in California. I think we have to start looking at this and say, and start putting pressure on Trump said he was extending the guidelines through April, but I got notice from the Republican Party of San Diego today that they have canceled May meetings. So, and Trump said he's going to extend the guidelines through April, hoping we're going to re-up by June. That is not acceptable. That is flat out not acceptable. Even according to however you slice it and dice it, the data, even if you believe what's being put out there every day, we have lost 2,500 people in the United States since this has been in our country for three months. We must reopen this country. I'm going to take a break. When I come back, I'm going to share. We're going to talk a little bit about the media and how they're fanning this and and fear-mongering and how they've been busted with that. We're going to get into, you know, facts over fear when we come back. And I'd love to hear from you. 888-344-1170. Do you think Americans are getting addicted to fear? Why is it that if you share anything positive about this, you're still being shamed? What are you guys' thoughts on this? Give me a buzz. 888-3. Uh, 8 million San Diegans as of 2017. Thank you, DJ Carrot Sticks. All right, more Andrea K. Show coming up. Be sure to follow Andrea K. on Twitter at Andrea K. Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are, for students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Purchase your copy of Facing Reality in American Education today at Amazon.com. It's good to ask for advice, but what if you're getting advice from the wrong people? That's why I wrote the book, Financial Detox, and why I'm inviting you to listen to our radio program. Hi, I'm Jason Labrum of Intelligence Driven Advisors. Join us for Financial Detox Saturday afternoons at 1.30. At Intelligence Driven Advisors, we give you a written plan, one that's research-based and truly customized, giving you the highest probability of achieving your goals. Call us at 877-707-8889. Learn more at IDAWealth.com. That's IDAWealth.com. It's easy and profitable to be kind to others when you enter the Kindness Challenge. Each day for 30 days, we'll post a new act of kindness that you can do for others. On May 2nd, you could win $5,000, and a deserving organization will also receive $5,000 in your name. You can make a difference in others' lives when you enter the Kindness Challenge. Enter the Kindness Challenge, and you'll have the opportunity to win $5,000 in cash for you and $5,000 to share your kindness with a deserving organization. Sponsored by Qualified Home Loans, saves you money and pays your loan costs. And Borderland Cybersecurity, 
protection against cyber thieves. Share your kindness with others. Go to TheAnswerSanDiego.com to enter. That's TheAnswerSanDiego.com. Why do you think bank presidents and jewelry store owners trust ADT to protect their homes and businesses? Because they feel safe, and you can too. How would you like to monitor your home from fire, floods, and yes, robberies without even being there right from your smartphone? That is peace of mind. You may even save money on your homeowner's insurance just by having an ADT system installed. And there's even a money-back guarantee. How about that? We guarantee 100% satisfaction. You have nothing to risk. Why do you think people who have so much to protect trust ADT? Because it works. Call right now for a free quote. We'll even give you a free gift for calling. So pick up your phone and call Protect Your Home, an ADT-authorized premier provider now. 800-817-2699. 800-817-2699. 800-817-2699. That's 800-817-2699. It's time to stand with Israel. Sebastian Gorka here, inviting you to register for a life-changing trip to Israel, December 2nd to 11th. Join me, my friend Mike Lindell, and hundreds of patriots on the Stand with Israel tour, a journey to the Holy Land to get first-hand insights into Israel's fascinating past and promising future. On the Stand with Israel tour, history, culture, and faith will converge right before your eyes in a truly remarkable country. I'll take you behind the scenes to explore over 40 iconic sites during an all-inclusive 10-day tour this December. We'll pray at the ancient western wall, sail the picturesque Sea of Galilee, float on the Dead Sea, explore modern Tel Aviv, and much more. Best of all, we'll be together with like-minded supporters of the nation of Israel. Reserve your spot today and travel with me on the Stand with Israel tour. Join Sebastian Gorka on the Stand with Israel tour, December 2nd through 11th. Register today at TheAnswerSanDiego.com. That's TheAnswerSanDiego.com. Answer San Diego, streaming now on iHeart.com and Radio.com. You're listening to somebody who tells it like it is. Andrea Kay on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Kay Show. Glad to have you guys here with me. No drama mama here. It's AK. Now I've been known to, to whip up my share of drama back in the day. You talked to my siblings and they would tell you that Saturday morning when it was time to do chores, I could come up with all different kinds of dramatic ways out of getting out of helping, having to help clean up uh, the house and do laundry and stuff. I was a master at it. (laughs) Um, Anyway, uh, we were talking about San Diego and uh, how they're opening up the ports to welcome any Tom, Dick, and Harry here. Uh, Crazy, but you know what? There's quite a few cruise ships out there that are stranded. I was reading the article right now. There's over a dozen. Yeah. And, you know, here's the thing. It's like it kind of continues to support my notion that, you know, this cannot be as contagious. It's either not as contagious as people thought or not as deadly. It can't be both Um, because, you you know, everybody uh, these this cruise ship has been cruising around since mid-March and not one of the twenty five hundred passengers as they've been in a confined space has any symptoms. You look at the Diamond Princess that was in Oakland out of seven hundred and something passengers. Um, you know, a small percentage of them, and they were all exposed. Only a small percentage of them got it. We're going to talk a little bit more about data a little bit later. I got to talk and, and tracking and, and recording. Um, I do want to wrap up about Trump's extension. I, a lot of people are scratching their heads um, about why he would talk about the potential for this to be 100,000 or 200,000 deaths. I think he's trying to set expectations pre-reopening. 
and it's good it's a good idea because I've been saying for a while we cannot have a reopen just as though the basis of shutting down should not have been based on trying to make sure nobody got it. That was not supposed to be what the shutdown was about. It was supposed to be about flattening the curve, not flattening the economy, not making sure nobody got this. It was supposed to be just making sure that we had hospitals ready to go for when the surge hit. Now they're saying the surge is supposed to be two weeks from now. Well, you look at the numbers. I mean, if it doubles or triples, it's still going to be fewer numbers than the flu. But what Trump has to do is he has to set, he has to prepare people for deaths. And I've been asking this for a while, haven't I, DJ Carrot Sticks? What's the acceptable number of deaths? Because you have to be willing to do that. That's what we do in every other way. In California, we lose 750 people a day. Since the coronavirus has been tracked here and recorded, we've lost two a day. Is it, you know, I've, I've got a study I'm going to talk about in a little bit. He says that's really the way to measure it. Is, is the number of deaths spiking out of the ordinary, even if you don't test? And I was even saying this a few weeks ago, even without testing, if this is really as contagious or as deadly as we thought, we we will have our hospitals overflowing with people. And so others have started thinking about that. Well, let me finish before I get into film your hospital. Trump is setting proper expectations. He's, He's letting people know to expect to see high numbers of deaths. He's trying to condition them. He's trying to condition you to get past the fear and begin of and the the expectation that nobody's going to die and begin to expect to see a high number because he plans to reopen this. And when he reopens it at the end of April and then staggers it to where everybody's reopened in June, then when people look back at the number, it, whatever number it is, it's going to be far less in my opinion. I think he knows this based upon the modeling. And then he set himself up for success. That's how, you, that's how a businessman sets his, himself up, up for success. He sets realistic expectations and, and even puts expectations in place to set him up for, to, to be a hero. Um, fake news. So a um, couple of things have happened over the week. We've known for a while. Trish Regan, did you know, do you, do you know who Trish Regan is? DG Karasticks? Oh, we've Fox, had her on, haven't we? No, she was. She's the host on Fox Business. We've had many people on who were on her show, like Sidney Powell and others okay, who are on yeah. her show all the time. Tom D. Um, she was a host on Fox Business. She was fired. Uh, she first she was suspended, and then they announced on Friday in a Friday media dump that she was fired. And it's because she had basically said at the beginning of this, she didn't never denied that coronavirus was real, but she said that media, the media and the left were using it to stoke fear in a way to destroy President Trump a, as another impeachment. In fact, she was absolutely dead on not just how the media was stoking fear, but how the Democrats were going to, to use it not just to exploit power, but as well as to try to remove Trump from office. And Nancy Pelosi said today there. There will be time to assess what President Trump did here. She's already signaling that she's going to to try to use this. You've got people in the media today literally saying Trump has blood on his hands. You had Juan Williams on Fox News saying Trump needs to be held accountable. Not China. Not China, who's the reason why we had this go around the globe. And all evidence is that this was a bio, uh, a biochemical disease that was trumped up in a lab. They lied about it. I'll get it. But the media was caught this weekend. CBS used footage from an Italy hospital and pretended it was the epicenter of New York and a hospital out of New York. That is flat out propaganda lies. To me, I don't know why there's not an, that's such a a fraud, a defrauding. How can, how can that be legal? It's not legal for an audio video store to advertise a TV for sale and then you come in and the TV's not there. It's bait and switch. Isn't that this kind of the same thing? Aren't you defrauding the minds of the American people when you're doing that? 
You've got Rachel Maddow. She, Rachel Maddow didn't go quite as bad. Do you think about that for a moment? If New York City was really the hot spot and really was overwhelmed with our hospitals to the degree that Cuomo is stating they are, would, would CBS News need to use fake footage? So then you've got over the weekend, you've got Todd Starnes, who I have had on the show before. Great guy. He does the religious thing, I think, on Fox Nation. He decided, he's in Brooklyn, he decided to go film his hospital around the corner from himself in Brooklyn. New York City. Brooklyn's a borough. Okay. Still considered part of New York City. The, you know, the five boroughs, the area that is New York City. And there was not one person in line waiting for a test for COVID. you got to tell me. You're t- you've been telling me, Cuomo, hyperventilating over ventilators. We need ventilators. We need ventilators. We're dying here. We're dying here in New York. Oh, my gosh. Uh, it, it's just, it's bedlam here. It's, it's a war zone here. Literally, the, the left and the media and Cuomo using the term war zone at their hospitals. Todd Starn goes to his hospital and outside, and they've got it set up there for COVID testing, and everybody's complaining not enough testing. There was not one person in line. So then Film Your Hospital was trending on Twitter all weekend long, and everybody's going around to all their hospitals, even inside their hospitals at emergency rooms. Crickets. Crickets, including in New York City. I'm not saying nobody, and again, nobody is saying that this is not a real virus and the virus isn't killing people. But it's just not adding up to the fear-mongering that's going on. You look at Cuomo, literally, Accusing president, literally telling, and this is why Dr. Burks came out and said, stop telling the American people, she didn't call him out by name, that we have a shortage of ventilators. Because Cuomo ended up admitting that, yeah, he has a stockpile of ventilators in a warehouse somewhere. He's not, if, if New York City was so overrun and so overwhelmed with hospitals, all these shutdowns were supposed to be about stopping hospitals from being overwhelmed. And nobody can produce a hospital that's currently underwhelmed, overwhelmed. Including New York City, where it's a hotspot. When we come back, we're actually going to bring Sally Pipes in. She's president and CEO of, uh, and a fellow at the Healthcare Policy at Pacific Research Institute. We're going to talk about Obamacare and its impact here and its impact on what went on and has gone on in New York City. Because there's some interesting reports coming on as why are we building hospitals in New York since they closed 16 of them since 2003? Stay tuned. We've got more Andrea K. Show coming up. Want more Andrea K? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea K Show. And like her Facebook fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. Time to buy your dream home? Julie will find the perfect property that fits all your needs. Call Julie Jewels Real Estate. Julie sends you new home listings immediately so you can see them first and submit your offer right away. In this market, you need to be first. Hi, I'm Julie Jules, and I'm excited about helping you. I'll save you money by paying for your appraisal fee. Call me at 619-992-7113. Call Julie for your free appraisal, 619-992-7113. Moving out, moving up, or moving in, call Julie Jules. With so much uncertainty everywhere you look, sometimes we can forget to stay on top of the routine things in our everyday life. Rupner Transmission in Oceanside wants to remind you that no matter what you may hear online or in the news, they will be there to help keep your car running strong and reliably. They have decades of experience to handle everything from an oil change to an engine rebuild. Find them on the corner of Mission and El Camino Real, or give them a call at 760-231-1354. That's 760-231-1354. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. 
Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. This message brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. Greetings, Answer San Diego listeners. It's Ed Martin here. You know, every day we get requests from our listeners to help them find local, like-minded businesses. That's why we created the Answer San Diego Business Directory. It's an all-in-one platform to connect our listeners to the right local businesses. The Answer San Diego Business Directory creates a win-win scenario for you, the listener, and our local, like-minded businesses. The idea is very simple. When we find businesses that we'd like to recommend, we'll add them to our directory. There's businesses from A to Z. So next Next time you're looking to connect with businesses that share your values, visit the Answer San Diego Business Directory. You can help grow our community, too. If you know a business that should be on our directory, please have them list their business today at TheAnswerSanDiego.com. It's our pleasure and joy to connect you with companies that share your values. Go to TheAnswerSanDiego.com, click on the Business Directory link, and start your search today. That's TheAnswerSanDiego.com, and just click on that directory link. Thanks for all you do for our community. Your potential customers are at home right now. Are you there with them? In these uncertain times, the investment you made in digital marketing is really paying off. Thanks to Salem Surround, you're on page one of the search engines. Your online reputation is five-star. Your digital presence is accurate, and you're everywhere. Oh, wait, you're not? You don't have an effective digital marketing strategy? It's not too late. Contact Salem Surround for help. We deliver prescriptive marketing solutions to communicate with your current and future customers that not only meet your needs, but exceed your expectations. Salem Surround can help you with digital marketing during these difficult times and beyond. Total market saturation with increased return on investment. Contact Salem Surround for a free evaluation of your digital presence and to learn how we can help place your advertising message in front of today's consumers. Learn more at surroundsandiego.com surroundsandiego.com connecting you with new customers how do you listen to the answer san diego i downloaded the free answer san diego app for iphone and android i like using the iHeartRadio app or going to iHeartRadio.com. i love using my smart speaker all i have to say is play the answer san diego and there are easy setup instructions at the answer san diego.com i listen by clicking listen live at the answer san diego.com so there certainly are a lot of ways to listen to the answer san diego but don't forget you can always find us on fm 96.1 in north county and am 1170 in san diego Answer San Diego. Streaming now on TuneIn.com and Radio.com. AK, Dynamite and Address, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, she's on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. 888-344-1170. Who's been watching Tiger King? I watched that over the weekend. And there's people saying that I'm nuts. They thought it was boring. They couldn't get into it. So if you've watched or been watching Tiger King, um, share your thoughts with me. Random topic idea, I know, but I was glued to it. I was gripped. I binge-watched it this weekend. Um, Something tells me my next guest doesn't sit around binge-watching freaks and docuseries on Netflix. She's very serious. She's Sally Pipes, President, CEO, and uh, Thomas W. Smith Fellow in Healthcare Policy at the Pacific Research Institute. Her latest book is False Premise, False Promise, The Disastrous Reality of Medicare for All. And she joins me now on this 10th anniversary of Obamacare. Hi, Sally Pipes. Welcome to the Andrea K. Show. 
Well, thank you so much for having me. That 10 years went by fairly fast. Uh, Yeah, it did. And, you know, as I look at um, the fact that a lot of people are are questioning um, why some of the spikes in these hotspots are in Democrat-run cities, um, and, you know, Obamacare and Medicare for all is, you know, a liberal's, you know, dream to have, you know, and we've got uh, this coronavirus outbreak at the same time, you know, that we've got the 10th anniversary of Obamacare. I've been curious it, what you think, um, how Obamacare has played into this coronavirus outbreak, particularly in the Democrat cities, possibly like New York. Well, and also in the in the blue states as well. So, um, yes, well, Obamacare, as you know, as you mentioned, celebrated its 10th anniversary on March 23rd. Um, I think I've always thought that um, Barack Obama, um, his whole idea was that he would introduce um, Obamacare, the Patient Protection Affordability um, Act. And ultimately, though, what he really wanted was single-payer Medicare for all. So this would not work, and therefore that would be the incentive for doing Medicare for all, where all private coverage would be um, eliminated and everybody would be in a government-run program, such as the case in Canada where I'm from, where there's no private healthcare for anything considered medically necessary. So I think, you know, I mean, the number of people that, you know, are covered under Obamacare on the exchanges, there's a maximum of 10 million, 85% get subsidies on a dwindling basis, depending on income. But I do think that the premiums have been too high. The average premium for the silver benchmark plan this year is over $470 a month. And so a lot of people, you know, that are just above that um, 400% of the federal poverty level can't afford care. The, um, the um, deductibles for that silver plan are $6,500 per person. Most middle-income people can't afford that. So I think Obamacare did not um, bend the cost curve down. It didn't re- achieve universal coverage. And now, of course, we're in the middle of this coronavirus pandemic And the last thing we want is government to be in charge. We want the private sector, which is really jumping up to the to the um, to the fore right now, um, as we see more and more people in America um, coming down with coronavirus. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, President Trump, his press conference today, he had one after another from um, Honeywell to. Um, Abbott Labs, who came out today with their five-minute test, um, uh, point-of-care test they came out with today. All these people like MyPillow, Mike Lindell, who came out and said yeah. that he's changing 75% of his manufacturing plan is going to be dedicated to turning out masks to the tune of 50000 a day. Of course, he was trending on Twitter because he dared to mention God. And, you know, you know, the left is, like, excoriating this man who's, you know, dedicating his business to try to save lives. Um, you know, uh, it's it's been amazing to see the private sector and their ability, like Abbott Labs was talking about, this would normally take nine to 12 months. And they manufactured this within weeks. And they're going to have to be uh, this this test. And of course, they've got to ramp it up to get it out in widespread use. Um, but, you know, one of the things that also struck me today in the press conference was various people within the administration talking about um, releasing regulations, getting government out so that they could do things like um, hospitals without walls. We've got, for example, we've got two Navy ships. Rachel Maddow said, oh, Trump's lying. He's never going to get either one of those Navy ships. There's not going to be a Navy ship here in New York for weeks. And, of course, you know, it's there today. 
um, because this is what happens when you can release regulations using dorms, uh, cash payments to healthcare workers. There's healthcare organizations and and that are are hurting right now as well and need an influx of cash so that they can provide services. They've re- they've um, released a lot of regs on Medicare, like telehealth and and a lot of different regulations that is actually now you know putting healthcare providers in a position to actually give access to care, which Obamacare was supposed to be about. If Obamacare, which which stayed the law of the land under Trump, was supposed to make sure everybody had access to care, they would now need to be removing all these regulations to make that happen, would they? Well, exactly. And so when you look at it, you just mentioned telehealth. Telehealth, telemedicine is now allowed for people on Medicare. Our older population, people over 65, a lot of those people don't have their own car. They can't get to the doctor. Um, they, you know, they, they're shut in. So telemedicine is a great thing, and I'm hoping that telemedicine will just skyrocket after, um, after we get over the coronavirus uh, situation. We've also seen the fact that um, scope of practice, um, people like nurse practitioners and um, um, uh, personal assistants and nurse practitioners, they are now going to be able to do a lot of the things that the, some of the things that they can do that only doctors were able to do. They're releasing, you know, getting getting rid of some of those regulations. We're seeing um, licensed doctors who, you know, under under the um, under the law right now, doctors could only practice in the state in which they're licensed. Now they're going to be able to practice across state lines. And even bigger is getting rid of certificate of need laws, which limit, which mean that if you wanted to set up a hospital, you would have to make sure that I was in agreement with you um, coming into the market and, of course, and have to prove that there was a need for your hospital. And these certificate of need hospitals keep so many hospitals out of the market. If that, If we didn't have those laws, then many new hospitals could come about and we would have a lot more beds for people today who, you know, who are suffering under under this pandemic. So there's a lot going on and I'm hoping after coronavirus ends that these regulations are going to continue to be um, off the books so that we can really build our healthcare system, which with universal coverage could be achieved if people have universal choice and empowerment of doctors and hospitals. Yeah, in fact, another uh, thing that they did was uh, immediately put pressure on FDA to make sure that hydroxychloroquine and and the ZPAC combo were available for use off-label. Of course, we've got a Michigan governor and a Nevada governor not, you know, wanting it to be used under the guise of protecting patients. Uh, I don't think that either one of those governors has had a problem with off-label hormones being injected into children to permanently mutilate their bodies in the course of, of uh, ch- changing their genders at the age of seven. Um, you know, I don't know if you, there was an article that Todd Starnes posted today. He started the trending over the weekend of Film Your Hospital because nobody's been able to find footage from a hospital in, in the United States that's actually been overwhelmed, which could explain why CBS used footage from an Italian hospital. Um, also, uh, one, but uh, then he posted an article from citylimits.org on January 4, 2017, written by a woman named Ruth Ford, talking about how um, since 2003, this article was in 2017, beginning in 2003, 16 hospitals were closed down in the state of New York. And leaving, and it was because Cuomo had, had um, reduced uh, Medicaid funding to any of these hospitals hurting the poor and the minority and the people that the Democrats, you know, purport to care about the most. And um, so now they've got a situation on top of, uh, you know, the coronavirus hitting. They don't even have any hospitals there. The person, this Ruth Ford who wrote this article, 
uh, says uh, now in January 2017 that she's hoping that Obamacare, the good news is, is that Obamacare, you know, has more people enrolled in, it has more insurance. But she doesn't square the gap that the fact that as she wrote this article in January 2017, Obamacare was the law of the land in 2017. These hospitals were shut down. They had no replacement. So basically all these poor people had insurance cards and no place to go. Well, exactly. And that's, as I mentioned earlier, I'm from Canada where it's single payer is the law of the land. And as um, former Chief Je- Madam Chief Justice Beverly McLaughlin of the Canadian Supreme Court in a ruling in 2005 held up a care, a Canadian care card and says access to a care card is not access to health care. And so we have to be so careful um, in this country because people like uh, Senator Sanders, of course, who's a big fan of Medicare for all. It doesn't look like he's going to get the nomination now. But um, Vice President Joe Biden, who seems to be in, you know, in the lead right now, while he says he's not for single payer, he is for of the public option, which would mean a government insurance plan would compete against private insurers in the market. Ultimately, private insurers would be crowded out because the government would price their plans lower and we would all be left in a single-payer plan. His plan is a stepping stone approach Mm -hmm. to Medicare for all. And we'll have fewer hospitals. We will have fewer fewer, um, new drugs being developed. Innovation is the key to what makes America such a great country. And as you mentioned, you know, automakers are now making ventilators. Um, there are new home testing um, situations being being developed. And even the FDA hasn't approved those home coronavirus tests. But fortunately, you know, in Am- up in Seattle, Amazon is going to provide home testing. And then, as you mentioned, the um, hydro, um, hydroxychloroquine and uh, chloroquine itself, those two um, malaria drugs have been um, approved now by the uh, FDA just yesterday in order to be used in the fight. So we've got a lot of new um, drugs and things being um, investigated and being developed. I mean, if you look at um, Moderna from Massachusetts, within 42 days they had identified a final compound, and now they've already launched clinical trials. So the private sector is moving to the fore to help um, solve this crisis, whereas the government, you know, they 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 said the um, early tests from the Center for Disease Control and Prevention were flawed. It's the private sector that's jumping in mm-hmm. to provide the solutions that we need. Yeah, and you know, Cuomo, I'll, I'll wrap it with this. You know, we President Trump announced today we're we're having to send 1.4 billion dollars to New York City to help them. We our, our our military built a hospital there with 2,900 beds. We wouldn't have needed to do that. We wouldn't have 1.4 billion dollars going to New York City, Sally Pipes, if they hadn't closed their hospitals down, leaving the poor people out, leaving this, leaving not enough hospitals there. That's the real crisis. The crisis isn't coronavirus. It's the fact that they haven't prepared as a state to have enough hospital beds, even for even for the regular flu season. And these are the oh, exactly. and these are the same people. And how much money are that, that that state with the highest taxes of everywhere? Where has that money been going? It hasn't been going to take care of sick people. It hasn't been going to take care of the American citizens paying taxes there. And yet he's sitting there complaining about the Trump administration and acting as though Trump's got blood on his hands. Their health care crisis with their hospitals there is, is of their own doing. Well, you're absolutely right. In government, the more government bureaucracies build, um, they're a break on innovation, new hospitals, new treatments, all of these things. It's a market economy that will provide the test kits, the masks, the new drugs, all of these things. And we need to get government out of the way, which we're seeing in some cases, but certainly uh, in New York under Governor Cuomo, he's trying to blame everybody 
but himself and the government. Yeah. Well, you know, the the truth has come out. He had to backtrack. He's been caught. You know, thank goodness. I'm going to talk about the media in a minute when we get back. Thank goodness we have social media right now. We have people like Todd Starnes and the average Americans able to go around and document some stuff because, uh, you know, and, and put truth out there to combat what's going on in the mainstream media because they're never going to admit the government is the problem. They're always never going to admit that capitalism, there's some some restaurateur in New York City that's got 300 restaurants, some dude from Top Chef saying that the fact that restaurants have been shut down now just go to show uh, the failures of capitalism. I mean, it's just, it, it, you know, but fortunately, still we've got enough Americans that have a brain to see through that stuff. Sally Pipes, thank you for being here. Thank you so much. Take care. All right. Now, y'all stay tuned. we got a little bit more of the Andrea K. Show. I love the fact that Sean Hannity is sitting in front of that Navy ship doing his show tonight. <laughs> Matt, I said that ship was never going to show up. All right. Stay tuned. We're Andrea K. Show coming up. Be sure to follow Andrea K. on Twitter at Andrea K. Show. And follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are. For students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Purchase your copy of Facing Reality in American Education today at Amazon.com. Hi, this is Dennis Prager. Take it from me, if you're planning to sell your home, it makes sense to work with the best. While most agents make big promises, Jim Bottrell with Ardent Real Estate Services will guarantee to sell your home at a price agreeable to you, or Jim Bottrell will buy it. Guaranteed in writing. Jim, welcome back. How are you able to make such a bold offer? Thanks, Dennis. My offer and answer is simple. I'm able to guarantee your home sold at a price agreeable to you because I already have the buyers. In fact, in my proprietary database of buyers, I have thousands of ready-to-act buyers looking to buy today. As a result, I create higher demand, competitive prices, and many times multiple offers. I have a proven track record of helping sellers net nearly 5.1% more money and selling their homes in one-third less time than the average agent. Think about it. Your home may already be sold. Thanks again, Jim. Friends, here's the number to call, 800-498-SOLD. That's 800-498-SOLD. Or visit jimhasthebuyers.com, jimhasthebuyers.com. My friends, Dennis Prager here, and they're at it again. The left is doing their best to silence ideas they don't like. On the college campus, in social media, and at your place of work, if you dare think for yourself and say what you believe, the left will try to shut you down. I've experienced this, and you, your children, and your grandchildren will or already have. My friends, it is time to fight back and defend our values, and that is why I made the film No Safe Spaces. Hollywood doesn't want you to see this film, which is why... Believe it or not, this is really amazing. You won't see it on Netflix or Amazon Prime. But now you can watch No Safe Spaces for a limited time at nosafespaces.com. It's time to fight back against the attack on free speech and protect our American values. In any event, it's just a great film. See No Safe Spaces starring Adam Carolla and me at nosafespaces.com. If you want to make a difference in your life that impacts years to come, then it's time to stand with Israel by going there. Consider the thrilling excitement of joining nationally syndicated media hosts Dr. Sebastian Gorka and Mike Lindell, inventor of My Pillow, 
on the Stand with Israel Tour this December 2nd to 11th, 2020. More than a vacation, this journey will guide you through centuries of faith as you visit significant places right out of Scripture. Along the way, your host will broadcast on-site while you watch and participate. Together with like-minded travelers, you'll see over 40 iconic sites during the 10-day tour. You can pray at the Western Wall in Old City, Jerusalem, float in the Dead Sea, and take a boat out onto the middle of the Sea of Galilee. Have you ever wanted to explore the inside of the garden tomb? Set forth a new personal vision for this year and visit TheAnswerSanDiego.com to reserve your spot on the Stand with Israel Tour this December 2nd to 11th. That's TheAnswerSanDiego.com for more information and to book today. Bill Holland with the answer on Wall Street. Stocks higher all day end up over 3% with advances 3 to 2 ahead of declines. The window dressing as we near the end of the worst month on Wall Street since October 1987. And it's really bad first quarter seems to favor the bulls, not the bears, except at Boeing, where it's the other way around, at least till Wednesday. Then, even accepting a corona flu lockdown. So, Wall Street's decline may have been overdone if there will be a recovery in the second half of the year. Well, time will tell. Well, price is down 6% on 18-year uh, low, $20 a barrel. Interest rates also lower. The Treasury 10 at 7 tenths of 1% interest. Disney will close all its parks indefinitely, paying employees through April 18th. And Macy's lays off 130000 closing all of its stores. Abbott up 6.5% has a corona test with five-minute results. Johnson & Johnson reports real progress on a treatment, and the FDA finally allows the old malaria drugs by Bayer and Novartis to be used on corona treatment. Bill Holland with the answer on Wall Street. Let's beat COVID-19. We got this, San Diego. AK, Dynamite and Address, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, don't call her fake news. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. You know, there. I, I just looked up, I've got all these monitors up, and I'm seeing a local news guy broadcasting from home, and it was like, dude, brush your hands. Brush your hair. He like grew a beard. He's looking like one of them Duck Dynasty. He's like, man, you can broadcast from home and still look decent. The thing that bothers me is a lot of those people that are doing Zoom and Skype and stuff from home is unlike you. Well, you kind of have your laptop on a desk now, but you used to have it raised when yeah. the camera was on your on your laptop. Right. And nobody's telling them where are their producers to tell them, dude, put your laptop on a box or something. Nobody wants to see up your nostrils. Right. Not yeah, and how? Where's the producer to tell him, dude? You need to wash more than just your hands. You need to wash your hair, okay? You need to wash your face. Might need to floss. Now, there's something interesting. I, I, did you watch any of that Elton John concert the other day? No, I could not. You no, know, were you talking about the one on Sunday? Yeah. So- no, because it was. I I tried to listen, and the three songs in a row were so dreary, so depressing, so uninspiring. That I just thought they are trying, and, and it aggravated me. I thought, you're not trying to make anybody hopeful. You're trying to make people feel like crap right now, and I turned it off. Well, one thing I, you could definitely tell is that all of them are spending time in, a t- in tanning beds, I guess because uh, they're not going out and stuff. They all had the same look. They were like kind of had a red face but had the goggle marks. Oh, like Trump? See, they mocked yeah. Trump for that. And they all look like Trump. They See, all, yeah. they all want to be Trump. It's Trump envy. It's orange man envy is what it is. I tried watching Rocket Man, the movie about Elton John. Literally, I couldn't watch five minutes of it. I was out. Um, so anyway, so I hadn't heard from y'all about Tiger Man. Tiger King. Tiger King. Yeah, that was his name. So, you know, y'all let me know what you think about that either on Facebook or or uh, you can call in tomorrow night. Um, so the media. Um, uh, 
from the dude today at the press conference who cut him off and misquoted him, you know, Trump is calling him out as, as they're doing it because the way that they're trying to do exactly what Trish Regan talked about, it's it's either fear-mongering, flat-out lying, and manipulating people like CBS News with their phony videos, or in the case of the New York Times, we've got an article here, it's all about trying to exploit it for power. It's about, um, and ultimately, still trying to find some reason. They're, they know that Trump's going to win in November. They know people are not going to jump ship in the middle of a, of a crisis. They know that Biden is just a placeholder. He's, you know, he, and they're hoping, they know Trump is going to get reelected and they're setting the stage to try to impeach him over coronavirus. Here's the New York Times today. The religious rights hostility to science is crippling our coronavirus response. Uh, Donald Trump rose to power with the determined assistance of a movement that denies science, bashes government, and prioritizes loyalty over professional expertise. In the current crisis, we are reaping what, what that movement has sown. How? In what way? Uh, the denial of science and critical thinking among religious ultra-conservatives now haunts the American response to the coronavirus. Really? Like how? What, what, what example in here of has President Trump denied science? President Trump was the first person, as Nancy Pelosi was handing out pens for an, on impeachment day, he was meeting with his Wuhan crisis task force. President Trump stopped planes from coming here because he understood science. He was the one who did what he could to try to stop this from happening, and you all called him a bigot for it. He's paying attention to his scientists. It's his scientist, Dr. Burks, and his science, Dr. Fauci, who have been working with the private enterprise to come up with tests like in weeks that took, took a Barack Obama. It was what, a year and a half before he came out with a vaccine for H1N1? Talking about denying science. No, we Christians don't deny science. We understand it's not her body, not her choice. We understand that it's a separate, entirely separate human being with separate DNA. And that it, and it's, and if, whether it's, you know, it, a heartbeat in an embryo or all the way through the birth canal. We understand science. We understand that there is male, female. We understand that just because somebody decides to cut something off or stick something in their body, it doesn't change the male to female or vice versa. The examples they cite in here are preachers that went ahead and had some meeting somewhere. Like, what does that have to do with President Trump? That some pastor somewhere decided to go ahead and have a church service. This is the kind of crap. Control the message and you control minds. But you know what? This is why they want to stop President Trump, too, from having his press conferences every day because he puts the scientists up there. He puts them up there talking, whether it's his people from Food and Drug Administrations um, as well as NIH and the CDC working with the private enterprise to come up with solutions. Desperate attempt, New York slimes. Desperate attempt. Yeah, we're the, and we distrust, and the reason why we distrust these scientist models, though, is because of you climate change hoaxers. That's the real deal. Anyway, we'll be back tomorrow night, 6 p.m. Pacific time. Peace out. Love you all.